Hello, everyone, and welcome to We're Golden. It's a golden bachelor recap hosted by two golden women. I'm Kim Hodges, Content Kim, and I'm 60 years old. And this is Jody Harrison Bauer, 63. And we're here to give you the baby boomer insight into the America's most favorite bachelor. Yay, we're here. Okay, Episode we're start two. With stats, facts, and rumors. All right, let's go, Kim. Okay, so this week we were we had a lot of stats from last week's show because that was the first show that came out, and it was the highest-rated premiere Hulu for any series for The Bachelor, and they had 7.7 million viewers. That's huge. It's really, really big. And what was really, really cool is that it scored in the younger skewing demos important to advertisers, drawing the franchise's highest rating among adults, 18 to 49, since March 2022. And I, I don't... I think they expected it because they're smart people and they know how to do these things and they know what's going to work for the most part. Uh Um, I didn't expect so many young people to be so interested in this storyline. I didn't either. And I was seeing on Instagram, some younger people, they were like guys making fun of the girls and she'd be like, she's hooked in the first 10 minutes of the show. Right. Because I think it's because all the women, everyone, even Gary was just so fun to watch. It was like he was made for this show. He was made for TV. He really was. (laughs) Um, I I really, I want to ask you. All right, let's, we'll finish this part. Um, So I thought that was really cool. So if you're just listening to watching The Bachelor, The Golden Bachelor for the first time, um, and you missed last week's episode, we do have a recap that you can listen to on Spotify and on you, and you can watch us on YouTube. We're golden. And on Spotify, we're golden also. And um, some facts also that I thought were interesting, I never knew about this, were that the cast members must buy their own clothes. And I always wondered about that, if they had a stylist that helped them on the show. And I I wonder as they go on, if they have more, if a stylist comes in to help them. But yeah, they have to buy all their own clothes. And you said they had to have how many Rose ceremony outfits? 14 ceremony dresses. Yeah, so they have to buy that before they get there. And yep. then what if they're booted off the first night or the second night? They've got all those dresses. Yeah, they have to, like, make sure that there's a return on those things. Yeah, because where else are you going to wear that type? I mean, you're not going to wear that type of a dress very often. No, no. no. It's, it's, <laughs> I think you need to be smart about what you're buying. And, I mean, it's very expensive. I read somewhere that you know, some of these girls – and girls in their twenties are spending like three, four thousand dollars on all the clothes that they're bringing. Um, I mean so that, that's, that, but yeah, but if you're buying fourteen dresses in your our age, right? It's gonna it's gonna be a little bit harder than when you're at their age to find those kind of more formal dresses that aren't as expensive. Correct. And you know what? There aren't many flattering dresses for older women that aren't frumpy looking. Right. So if you're looking, if you're a young 60 something or 70 something and you don't want to wear a farty dress, um, you know, you have a good figure because, you know, yes, it's okay to age and like be healthy and fit and feel young that so many of the dresses are appealing to women who are overweight and maybe a little frumpy. Mm-hmm. So it is very hard to find a dress that looks good on you as you get older. Yeah, you know? especially that's in not really expensive. Right, right. And you um, can find a lot for the younger girls because they look great in anything. And there's there's the knockoff and the less expensive dresses everywhere for them. 
Yeah, that's totally true. Many more options. And they can't wear patterns. Now, I don't know about you. You wear more patterns Mm -hmm. than I do. Um, Probably because I'm short and you're, how tall are you? Five, eight? Five, nine. But do I wear a lot of patterns? I hadn't even noticed that. Well, you wear more, you wear more patterns than I do, but everybody wear. I only wear solids because I'm short. I'm only, you know, you're nine inches taller than me, Kim. Wow. Nine inches. Wow, that's wild. <laughs> I mean, when I've been next to you, I don't feel that short. I don't feel but... like it's that on either. I don't think that. Well, I'm probably wearing heels every and time I'm I And I'm probably wearing flats. And yeah. you're wearing flats. Right, right. <laughs> so um, so they can't wear patterns, and I understand that because that would be um, distracting. And, okay, I'm going to say this. They all seem, all the girls seem really close on there. And one of the things that you said which I remember from one of the girls from here that did, they cannot interact. They can interact only on film. So they, so this one girl that was from here said that they had one person that followed them everywhere. They couldn't have their phones or anything in their rooms. They couldn't come out of their rooms unless they were with this, this person, each person that they had and that, that everywhere they went, they were monitored who they could interact with. So they want to they want to film when the girls interact with everything, but we're not seeing very much of it with these girls. It doesn't seem like, they're showing as much conversation. I liked when uh, Susan did Teresa's hair. I thought that was really cute. I loved that. I love yeah. that. Um, she said, just, just trust me. <laughs> I know. I know. I love that. All right. Let's 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 just get right into the recap. Okay. You want to get? Oh, but yep. wait, one more thing I want to add was that there's always this talk about the ring, the engagement ring. Oh, yeah. And one, of, one of the facts is that they don't own the ring, and if the couple breaks up within – two years they can't sell the ring abc and also abc owns exclusive rights to the wedding and the couple gets paid for their television wedding they get paid ten thousand dollars um per a hour. couple oh i don't know if it's a couple they get it should paid. be per, per per person that's crazy i, would, I know ten thousand dollars is nothing for but it's but you said per hour so maybe they i don't know but still that doesn't seem like a lot and they don't so are you saying if they get divorced the ring goes back to ABC or they just can't sell it? Well, I think that either if they get married or they get divorced, um, they can't sell the ring. Wow. I know. I know. That's amazing. Um, okay. We have two, to... we have two facts about two of the ladies. Do you want to yeah. go over that? Okay. Go ahead. You go with the first one. Um, Faith, she was married for 20 years and divorced in 05 and that she's got two sons, four grandkids, which I think they talked about that, but she's in Benton city, Washington, which is six hours away from Gary. Oh, okay. Where did so we you live? Folks. Forks, Indiana. Yeah, which I'm never, I don't know. I don't know either. Yeah. Um, and Leslie ran 10 marathons looking for a running buddy, owned a dog bar company. She started 15 years ago. Cool. Power Bark. I'm, I'm a huge, I, I've, I love Leslie. I love Faith. Um, and I love Susan now too. And called Power Bark, three kids and an Aussie doodle. I think she was divorced twice. Oh, okay. Well, didn't I didn't find that on there? So I don't know. I don't want to start any rumors, but yeah. I, I I think I read that somewhere. And then, um, do you have the information on Susan Nolas? Is that how you pronounce her last name? All right. All I right. don't have anything on her. She's the woman oh, you did. Like, yeah, yeah, you did. Right. She looks like she's the woman who looks like Chris Kardashian. Yes. yes. And um, you she, said she dated. Okay. Yeah. Was married. She, was, she was married to an um, a former Philadelphia Phillies pitcher, and I've heard of him. And MLB player Dickie, I think the last the name is spelled no, pronounced Noles. Oh, okay. But Dickie Noles, Dickie Knowles, 
N-O-L-E-S, and they share three children and six grandchildren. Okay. Yeah. So these are very, I like these that, That's a very different background than what you think about her, because she, would she say she was a hairdresser? She said she was a hairdresser for 35 years, and she's um, a wedding, wedding officiant. Yeah. Yeah. Okay. All right. So let's <laughs> get into the recap. Okay. We decided we were going to do recap and superlatives. So we had a few things that we were going to let that we were going to give these little um, superlatives to people that we thought kind of did it. But there was a lot of things in this episode that I didn't find. Like I didn't find a pot stirring gal. Right. Right. So let's go through the recap first. Okay. Do you want to go through the recap first and then we'll share it with everybody our superlatives because okay. I think they're funny um I think we came up with some good ones yeah we like we like pretended we were in high school again yeah. that's what it feels like it feels like a sorority house so all right so they show the women um running into the mansion and talking about you know who's gonna sleep where and I loved the conversation about well I need to be closer to the bathroom yeah <laughs> and I'm not going to be on the top bunk and have to go to the bathroom three times. Right, right. I thought um, that was cute. Not a not a typical conversation you get with the 20 year olds about the bathroom. No. <laughs> and having a bad knee or something like that. So I thought that was really cute. And um, and then Jesse comes in with the date card, and some of them act like they have no idea what the date card is. It's like, wait a minute, ladies. Like, did you never you you auditioned for this? Sh- reality show and you've never watched it you don't know what a date card was so maybe they were just caught off guard I don't know maybe, maybe well maybe not. they didn't know it came out like that because I didn't realize it came out like that I mean I haven't watched it in a long time right but I didn't realize it came out like in a card like that at the very beginning right you texted me you're like yeah what I was like what is that <laughs> so he picks Teresa what did you think of him choosing her for the first one-on-one it really shocked me because last week I, I was like, she's going to be off the next week. But then I I kind of thought she was cute. Like, I liked her a little more after I watched her, even at the beginning of the show, like when everyone was doing the bunk bedroom and stuff, how she handled that. Because, mm-hmm. you know, like uh, Leslie went running in and just laid on a bed really quick, or Faith, one of the two. And I was like, that that's, I mean, it was sort of like a race to get to the first bed. Right. Where I think it was some, Leslie. Some of the ones that, that came in later were like, okay, like, uh, I liked how um, Edith was like, I guess I'm taking the bunk bed. And and I thought Teresa handled that really well instead of being like a little cat fight to get to the first bed and say, ha ha, I got it. <laughs> right. So you saw where the aggressive slash assertive women are. Yeah. And I think also Leslie was the first one to walk into the mansion too. Oh, yeah. She was power walking in. She was power walking in. Yeah, yeah. Um, she has a very young look. I mean, she's 64 years old. Uh, I don't think she looks it at all. But I thought it was cute to see. I thought the rooms looked really, really cute for them. I, yeah, they I, did. It didn't, yeah. it, it didn't look as bad as I thought it would look like. And I also, they clinked their glasses. Um, Leslie, again, she brought up, um, they clinked their glasses. And she goes, here's to Social Security. <laughs> Oh, I didn't hear her say that. <laughs> yes, yes. It was right at the beginning. And Oh, um, yeah. Okay, I did. I have to tell you, we're going a little out of order, but Kathy, I don't know. I, I just, I just don't care for her. She's just, I don't know. What do you think of Kathy? Um, she, I think she's, I think she has a, I, I like her more this time than I did last time. Okay. 
I don't know if that's because um, she's from Texas. And I was like, she doesn't fit the Texas mold to me. Like just when you look at her, she doesn't fit the Texas mold. But when she, when I see her at talking and doing things, she's a, a little take charge or a little type A a little bit. Maybe, yeah. I think she's just got a dry wit about her. But she doesn't come off as like, to me, a sexier person. No, I I completely agree with you. I I, I don't I don't think there's anything sexy about her. So, but I mean, maybe if you really got to know her, but she's just sort of like, um, uh, just in charge and like, not even like mom like. It's just in charge. Yeah, she's like the boss. Like the boss, but not the boss. Like the boss behind the scenes boss. Kind yes. of. I can't yes. quite put, put it into words, but um, there's something about her that's just not the sexual part or something that fits if into the were, show. If you were in that mansion with her, do you think she's somebody you would want to be friends with? Oh, that's another category we could do. I like, oh, we did. We are going to do that. Okay. Yeah, yeah. But no, would you want to be friends with her? Yeah. Yeah. Do I think I would want to be friends with her? I think she probably tells it like it is. And you just got it with a grain of salt. Take her with a grain of salt. But she's probably, when, when she, if she's your friend, I bet she's your big defender. Yes. I think, yeah. I just know my personality. I think I would stay far away from somebody like that. I think that <laughs> if I were in the mansion, I would really um, keep to myself and be friendly, but just kind of keep to myself a little bit, but be friendly enough that I'm friendly with the ladies. I wouldn't be the one out there in front, or at least I wouldn't want to. Well, you got to, you kind of got to get to know them all. Because I feel like Leslie is a little standoffish with them, don't you? I do, and I think that there's going to be negative feedback about that. I, I yeah. do think she's like that, but um, I felt like Teresa, Susan. Uh, I'm not sure about Sandra, and I felt like Nancy. I felt like everybody liked Nancy. Yeah, we yeah. liked her from last week. So he picked Susan, I mean, Teresa, for the first date, for yeah. the first one-on-one. I was surprised because I thought he was going to pick Faith. I think everybody thought he was going to pick Faith because he gave her the rose. For mm-hmm. me, that just seemed like a natural progression, right? And I think Faith was very disappointed also that he didn't give her the rose. I think she was sort of expecting it, but trying not to. But don't you think he, I feel like he's just trying to be kind and spread it all around. I do too. I don't think he's like doing it out of, this is who I really like or anything. I think that's why it's going to be hard for anyone to pick starting now who's going to be the last one standing. Because mm-hmm. I think he doesn't want to hurt anybody's feelings. So he's just spreading it all around to where everyone feels the love. <laughs> so Kim, you're from Oklahoma. Uh-huh. I'm from Connecticut. So we've got, you know, East Coast, we got a Midwestern girl here. Do you, I think when I look at Gary, I just think he's so what you think of as this lovely Midwestern man. Is that, do you think he represents the typical Midwestern man? I know that's like putting in the stereotype. No. Okay. No, because I think he, I mean, he sometimes is a little feminine tiny bit so you not see that a little bit i did i wouldn't think that was the mid i mean like could i see anyone i know sitting on the bunk bed on the top bunk bed with the girl talking and 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 when he did this like i'm not sure i've ever seen a guy you know like have his knee like this 
I don't like, like that. that. To me, is I don't not like that. Yeah, I mean that that. So no, he doesn't. But he's he he's almost too kind. Like the Midwestern people to me are like polite and all that. He's like, um, he's like so emotionally mature and articulate that it's like I don't know what that is. He's really emotionally mature. He's yeah. really, and um, he just, he does have a kindness. You don't see that kind of kindness overall. On I think the, East the Coast. kindness that you're talking in, about. You've, you've lived in New York, so you know what I'm talking about. The yeah. fast pace I do think York. that kind of kindness is more Midwestern. Mm-hmm. Yeah. I mean, or when, Southern. Right, right. My daughter went to school in Wisconsin, so I like loved, I, I couldn't believe how nice people were in Wisconsin. Wait. What are you saying Wisconsin is? The Midwest? Isn't it? I don't know. I always, I just sort of put Wisconsin like, kind of like, I mean, people still have that accent in Wisconsin that I kind of put it with it. Like, Eastern sort of attitude or something. (laughs) I don't know. Wait, are you more West than Wisconsin? We're smack dab in the middle. I am right in the middle. I thought Wisconsin was. Well, anyway, to me, Wisconsin, but, but it's Midwest. upper, it's upper, but it's, it's upper. upper. So I get, I see what you're saying. Oh, I see. You mean more just in the middle, middle. Yeah, yeah, yeah. Yeah, yeah. No, but that's a different, I think, <laughs> like, I think we're more south than I think. You are. Yeah. Yeah, yeah. Um, yeah, because you're really close to Texas. I sound so dumb when I talk about geography. I cannot do this. I have to look at Well, no, the map. like, I'm sitting here going, well, I, I picture people who live in Wisconsin <laughs> that act more like they do on the East Coast. <laughs> that's really <laughs> Maybe interesting. Maybe it's also, no, nobody, yeah. nobody. They're so different from East Coast people. So different. Are they like West Coast people? Because I just can't imagine them they're being just, more like. They're really nice. Kansas and Oklahoma. Really? They're okay. Really, they're really, really nice. That That's what I got for four years while Lexi was there. I just was like, wow, I never want to leave this state because everybody's really nice. You look at them and you're saying, are you for real? Are you really, you're asking me this question? It's just, they're so nice. Um, but I sound just very East Coast, and I'm sorry for that. Okay, so he picks Teresa. He's I do agree with you that he's he's trying to spread his love to everybody, but he picks Teresa, and I love their date. I loved, you know, how how he expressed, as you said, how he's expressed. He was a little nervous. I was like a little nervous watching him drive at night. The, okay, he was driving at night with no headlights. Who why? the hell gave him that car anyway? Right, like why yeah. did they do that? I don't know, but who picked that car for him? Because how tall do you think he is? He looked like he was about six five sitting in that car because it looked almost like, too small for him. Yeah, he looked, I think he's like six two, six three. Okay, well the car looked really tiny when he came driving in. It almost looked like a, a meme. It looked like a meme. Right, <laughs> I know. I know. Um, let's like see. Mr. Magoo coming in, he's the big guy in the little car. That's what he looked like to me. Yes. I thought it was really cute when she patted him, but when he, and when he said thank you for that, I know that was really, really sweet, but it was kind of like, okay. <laughs> oh, you are more cynical than me. I, I thought it was, I thought he was so, so I, that touched my heart so much. Um, because I was just thinking, like, if I've ever been with anybody who's 
falling, not, you know, they're tired. We've all been with men who are like driving at night or something and they get tired. We're like, are you okay? Are you okay? Right. Right. Mm -hmm. And so I just thought that was really sweet, but it was also funny how she's like, the wind wind is blowing my hair around. And he's like, I can't see. And it's just like, (laughs) oh my God, I can relate to those feelings. Like leave my hair. My hair is going to look like shit when we get to the date. This guy can't see. We're going to die out here on the roads. I thought it was hilarious. It was hilarious. And it was kind of like, uh, oh, my God. Like, <laughs> would you think they set him up like that on purpose? I don't know. Or was did somebody just really screw up? I think somebody really screwed up. But don't you I think mean, that he would have a say, cell phone to say, hey, listen, the headlights aren't working. I'm on. Well, they're filming him. So they're filming him in front of the whole car because you can see the headlights don't work. So they've got a road crew in front of him. But still, the fact that he's like, I can't see anything. I know. Maybe he was right. That's why he's so perfect for the show. It's like, were you like built just for this show? I think he was built just for this show. I know. I'm I'm sure his wife is very proud of him. Um, oh, but before the date, you mentioned that Susan was um, a hairdresser for 35 years. And I love that moment when Susan was doing Teresa's hair. Yeah. And you don't see that with the younger girls at all. You don't see that moment. And you see that hey, you know, I want to help you look your best. I want to cheer you on Mm -hmm. and I'm going to help you with your hair because you need help. And I just thought that was a very nice moment to show the world, like, you know, you get to a certain point in your life and you're, we're really not competing with other women our age anymore. No. And she said, I just want you to look the best for your date. I thought that was really sweet. I thought it was really, really sweet yeah. too. And I, I must have written three times throughout the my notes that I love Susan. What do you? Yeah, think I her? do too. And I, I didn't like her. I mean, just from looking at her, you go, ooh. You know who she reminds me of a little bit? The more I watch her, mm-hmm. um, in Ted Lasso, the 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 team owner. Only she's a blonde, but the but she's kind of a bigger girl. What's her name? I'm, she's beautiful. I don't know. She just has that presence, like uh, the girl that plays. Uh, the lead, the girl that plays the owner. I don't know if I ever Lasso. saw that. I don't. I don't think I ever saw Ted Lasso. Bull. Okay, well, you need to watch it, woman. Okay, okay. Oh my god. Wait, is it a show or a movie? No, it's a series. It is. Yes, it's like huge. There's Wait, three so seasons. Who stars in it? Um, uh, Saduk Sadekas. Oh yes, Jason. I did hear about that. He's funny. Oh my gosh. No, you will be this the most sweet show. It's like makes you go, Oh, I'm so happy. I'm the happy person now. Really? Yeah, it's such a feel good show. Oh my god, okay, I have to watch it. I'm gonna watch it again. All right, I have to watch it. Um I'm still trying to figure out how tall uh Jerry is. He's gotta be like six one. Okay, six, just, just, is it Gary or Jerry? Oh right, what did I say? I thought you said Jerry and I just I got did. blown it's off. Gary. It's Gary. Gary. I'm, I just really screwed that up. All right. Maybe Actually, he doesn't look it. that much taller than the women. He just looked a lot taller in the car, didn't he? Yeah, I think it was just a very little car. Yeah. So okay. I think I think Gary looks great. I love Susan. Um, I well, let's, first... go back. Let's, let's keep going on the date. Yes. So, all right. What did you think of the diner scene? Their, what did you think of their actual date? I thought, okay, the diner was cute, but when they did the flash mob thing, I was just like, this is so freaking corny. 
I like, loved it. I loved I know. it. You said, you said, this is so cute. I love this song. I'm like, oh. I know. And you didn't respond. I texted you. Yeah. I love this. Um, and no, who can decide, who can really think if they like someone when that kind of stuff's going on? It's like when you go out on a date and you see the best concert ever and you're like, oh, I'm so in love, but it's because the concert was good and the dinner was good and you had enough to drink or whatever, you know, like that. You've got a flash mob and you're dancing with the flash mob. Like, oh, that would be like a dream to me. I would love that. It would be fun to dance with the flash mob, but I think it was a little corny there how they did it, but she, they must not have known that. She said, what's going on? Right. I don't think that they knew. And I thought their date was very sweet, how she told him about losing her husband. And, of course, he's such a great listener, very emotionally mature, and just handles all the questions and responds beautifully and doesn't go back to, well, when my wife passed away, he was just giving her that time to speak about what happened to her. Because everybody knows Gary's story, but not everybody knows Teresa's story. No, I think you're right. He does, he does let everyone talk, and then he doesn't say the same thing to all of them. He comes up with something different to each one to relate to him or make him feel better. Yeah, yeah, yeah. no, he's just like, wow. Um, <laughs> all then, husbands take notes. Yes, yes. I think there's going to be a lot of that at every age. like. Hey, hubby, watch this guy. I, I mean, I was watching it and I sent the mob scene, the what is the mob dance thing, to um, my husband. I'm like, uh, he's 72. Like, it's just crazy. What does your husband not like to dance? No, Frank likes to dance, but he hates musicals, and I love musicals. Oh, oh yeah. So he Most, a lot of men don't like musicals. Right. Though. He just. And yeah, no, he does not. Go, he's like, go with your daughters, go with a friend, <laughs> uh, but. You know, he didn't respond, of course, to my text message about that. But I just, (laughs) it just, it's showing people, oh, I mean, this is just like a huge, huge moment in time where people are seeing older people. Yeah. 60, over 60, that's significant. You know, turning 60 is a big deal. You just turned 60. I remember when I turned 60, it's it's a big deal. But Teresa just turned 70. I know, last week. So I think... I think even all these women that are on here are kind of like, there's a lot of Gary, one of them said, there's other Garys out there. And one of them said, my mom found love at 70. I can find love at 70. Yes, it was Jeannie. I thought that was really sweet. I thought that was so lovely too. She's, we're going to talk more about Jeannie, what she said. I mean, I don't know about you, but I have a lot of friends that have been divorced for a long time that have, have gone out with lots of guys and still haven't found one that you're kind of like, I'm with you. I don't, mm, 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 mm. and then, you know, every once in a while, there'll be a great one, but, yeah. but not a lot. Do you think though, that it's the same as when you're dating? I know you and I got married young, so we we never experienced what it was like to date really in our twenties or thirties. I didn't start dating again until my forties. Yeah. Um, but do you, I think that a lot of women who are in their 30s also think there aren't a lot of men left for them. I think that's true. And I think that. But it's not true. I think they think that, but I don't think it's true. It's not, but they don't but know just, that. No, it's just how do you put yourself out there? To I mean, you just have to put yourself out there. I have one friend who has never stopped putting herself out there, and I know I she'll that. find the right guy. Yeah. But it's, I love that. 
But that's a really big mind struggle to keep doing that. Like you can just give up pretty easily. Yes, I, I can I can totally understand that. And she said she's been alone for like eight or nine years. I don't know if she's dated at all, but I got the feeling that she really, you know, she's obviously dated unsuccessfully. You do have to kiss a lot of frogs. Yeah, yeah. But I think what's a lot of frogs? I mean, I like, is it like going out with with one person every four or five years and then go and forget it and then to me or is it just sticking to it and going and going and going and just having to meet a lot of guys that's what I did after I got divorced I just put myself on the only dating app that was around match.com and I just dated and dated whenever the girls were with their dad I just dated 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 I did not want a relationship with anybody I just wanted to get myself out there and kiss as many frogs as I possibly could and it took me like five years to finally find a frog that I liked kissing. Um, but it was, it's, I found it really fun. I'm probably one of the weirdest people that finds found dating fun, maybe because I felt more um, self-assured about who I was. I was older. I wasn't, um, I was just dating for fun. I wasn't looking for a relationship. I think that's the difference though. Like when you get, so if you kept, if you hadn't found your guy and you kept dating, you'd be like getting old, but, but, but I do think you have, you have to have that attitude that you're enjoying it some or you, you couldn't keep doing it. It's gotta be like a part-time job. That's what I tell my daughter. Like I've, I've, um, challenged her to go on 50 dates in 50 days. Wow. And I know a lot of women have done that. Yeah, that's a tough one. Yeah. 50 dates in 50 days. days. Yes. Okay, girls. I know. Busy. They they can do it. They can. I don't think you could do that in Oklahoma, in Oklahoma City. I don't think there's 50 guys to go out with. I don't know. (laughs) Oklahoma City is a pretty big city. I guess so. Well, you have to be outside of your, your little bubble for sure. Yes, you do. Yeah. I know. But even my son has said the same thing about girls. So I, that's why I know it's not true because he's like, oh, my God, the dating scene is just it's just exhausting. It just sucks. Like you said that before. I'm like, are you kidding? I've seen so many cute girls your age. You know, when he's saying this, I'm like, you're nuts. Right. Right. I know. But my daughter has shared with me the men on the apps. And, you know, I just tell her she's got to go a little bit older, you know. <laughs> Men, well, not older like 40, but like older like 35, 36, 37. How old is she? She's 30. 30, okay. Yeah. So, I mean, how old? That's old. It is a little old. Not 30, not 30, but 37 is a little old for 30. It is. I'm thinking 35. So I don't know what, what what I don't know what she has her thing on, but it, it is a part time job. And that's what I've told friends of mine who are like, I don't want to go out. I don't want to do this. I don't want to do that. I give up. You know, I used to be the sexiest woman in the room and now I'm not because now they're looking at the younger girls and the older guys want to date the younger girls. And it's like, well, get your game up. You know, you need to be competitive. It's a competitive world. There are lots of men like Gary up on the food chain. And how are they going to get their game up, Jody? I think they have to. How do you mean get your? Well, I mean, they have to feel good about themselves. So if they don't feel good about themselves, I think they have to get healthy and fit because they're competing with women younger than them. So if they don't, if they're not in the best health and they're not fit, 
then I think that's one of the things that they should do is is try to get there because that's what that's what a man is going to be looking for and that's what a woman should be looking for. The reason he's so attractive is because he's he's got great genes, but he's also he's a well kept man. Like look at him. He's got you know when Teresa touched his muscles and she's like, Oh, your arms feel good. He's like, Yeah, I'm in good shape. Like I take care yeah. of myself. Would they be wanting to date a person who didn't take pride in the way they presented themselves? No. Yeah. No. You're right. You're right. That's true. And, and I think, also if you're in your if you're in great shape, you just feel better and you have more energy and blah, 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 blah. And you present yourself to the world better with more confidence. Um, all right. So you okay. thought the diner scene was corny. Um, but you liked their interaction. I thought it was really fun and not corny. Um, but maybe I am a little bit corny. Um, and also, they, Teresa's a little more flirty than, like, leaning over to drink in that thing and getting really close to him. Like, that didn't seem like what I first thought about her. No, isn't she the one who showed up in the birthday suit? Oh, that's she's true. But, very but I flirty. Yeah, she is very flirty, but I did. it didn't see – she doesn't look like she should be flirty, does she? She does not look like she should be flirty or she, she would be flirty. But She, she was, doesn't match her look somehow. <laughs> no, but you know what? I have to tell you, she's growing on me. Mm-hmm. At no, first, I at first, I I didn't care for her that much, but now that her personality is coming out, and I know you and I talked about this, that yes, these women may be physically attractive, but it's going to be the one with the personality. And I mean, personality at any age is everything. It really is. You know, you're looking, well, and look- it makes you look cute. I mean, you just like if your personality comes out, you're like, oh, she's so cute. Like how she handled the bunk bedroom and all that. She does, and she does seem like she gets along with all the girls. I know. Did you see her? She's like, well, I have to go get dressed. And she leaned over one of the girls. She gave one of the girls a kiss or one of the girls gave her a kiss. So it, there seems so far right now that there's camaraderie. Um, Okay. So then they have the group date with 12 women and he's like, whoa, I, I can't even wrap my head around this idea. What did you think of the idea of they were having, doing a fairy tale concept and they had like three different, it was like, um, a wedding theme, summer of love, and then rock and roll. Yeah. So I've, so it's the, so I hate to sound dumb, but what was the date? Like, were they just having a little party or is it just like doing the photographs? <laughs> so the date was the photographs. So they okay, all dressed okay. up. And I think what they're trying to do, and one of the women said that is like, when you get dressed up in something like, it's one of the reasons I love Halloween is that you get to be, <laughs> I wish everybody could have seen your face. I love Halloween <laughs> because you get to be somebody else. I think that's why I liked competing in fitness shows too, is because you get on stage and it's a totally different persona that you get to be somebody else for a 40 seconds or whatever it is. So I've always loved Halloween for that reason. Uh-huh. And so I think that's what he wants. I think that was the goal was to see how these women leaned into the costumes they were wearing and then how they related to Gary because say you're a really shy person but you throw on a leather jacket and you're like oh well I feel like a cool chick and maybe I want to be flirty with him when normally you may not be that's true yeah I get that it's kind of like putting on a wig too yeah, and they had him putting on that wig. Yeah, that was not good. <laughs> no, it was not. It was not good at all. Not a good look, Gare. Not a good no, look. He um, didn't carry that one very well. That was the one thing no, he didn't do. <laughs> he did not do it. Who did you think 
So let's do the first one, like the the wedding thing. What did you think about the women there? It was April, Jeannie, and Kathy. And Nancy. Nancy. And Nancy. Yeah. yeah. Sorry, I forgot Nancy. Mm-hmm. No, April didn't wear the wedding. Okay, you're right. Okay, but so April was, was sweet enough to say I would have worn the wedding. So let's talk did about. Did you say that? that I so did. Sweet. I did. So. <laughs> Why don't you recap that whole scene the with Kathy, Nancy, Jeannie, and the wedding gown thingy? Uh, I thought, so Nancy, I thought that was really sweet how he handled that. Mm-hmm. I also think that's probably why she got a rose. Because, I mean, you, I haven't seen any other connection with them. And that didn't seem like a whole lot of connection either. But they, no. you know, they talk about it. So I, I guess we're missing a lot of it. Um, no, so, I, the, so the scene was, is that she was wearing a wedding dress. Mm-hmm. And all of a sudden it hit her that she hasn't worn a wedding dress since the day she married her husband who's passed away. And she said it was the best day of her life besides having her, I think, three children. Three girls, yeah. Um, that those were the four best days of her life. And, you know, as a mom, we can relate to the giving birth to our children. I don't know. Do you feel that way? That those yeah, yeah. are the two best days of your life? Yeah, me uh-huh. too. And I don't care how long it took me to push out my first one. It was like a week, Uh, but I still two best days of my life having those kids. And she gets very emotional. And that's when you were referring to um, April coming over to her and consoling her and saying, I wish that I, and I thought that was a lovely moment. And I really felt for Nancy and I, I loved how she expressed herself and then she just was kind of, she was kind of like, I just want to get past this and get over it so I can ha- enjoy the time. Right. But it was sweet that, that she even had all those thoughts and stuff, I thought. It was really sweet. We got to know her. We got, yeah. we got to know her and I really liked that. And then, um, but Jean, but I don't remember what Jeannie did. Remind me. She was wearing some white frilly dress in that scene. Yeah. She just took a picture. Oh, he gave her. They had a moment together. He gave her the oh, photograph. The photo. Yes. And I knew, I have to be honest with you, I could tell he wasn't into her. Yeah. So I wonder why, like you said, at the beginning, he's spreading his love. So he had some quiet time with Jeannie. They were sitting on the sofa and it was, they were celebrating his birthday because they also celebrated his birthday that day. Mm-hmm. And he said, I have something to give you. And she said, um, well, it's your birthday. Why are you giving me something? And she opened it up and it was a framed picture. And I'm sure in that moment, I would have thought the same thing. Oh, he likes me. I'm going to be staying around longer. And he's just a friggin' nice guy. So you don't really know Mm-mm. because he's that overall kind person. You're like, well, who does he really like? You know, that yeah, but I could hard. tell he wasn't really into her either. He was I, just you can tell on his face a little bit on some of them. With Natasha, I knew he wasn't into her. He said, you're a good hugger. And I'm like, oh, yeah, yeah, yeah that's not yeah. good. You're a good hugger. And she's as lovely as can be. They're all lovely. But um, And he doesn't. He didn't seem that into Christina or Joan. I felt like with Joan, he was doing the same thing, just being kind. When he was sitting on her bed with her? Mm-hmm. Okay. Um, oh, so the, we went to the, so the, the wedding dress scene was one. Then there was the summer of love. Yeah. They were dressed as hippies and it was um, Edith. No, not Edith. I don't remember who was in that group, but it was, oh, it was Natasha. I don't know. Two other women, Joan, maybe. 
and somebody else. I don't remember who it is. Sorry, guys, um, for everybody who's listening. But Leslie, I don't know if they're trying to make her look like the villain, and that's annoying me because I really like her, is she was like, I'm really upset that I didn't get to wear Natasha stole my outfit. Mm -hmm. I wanted to wear that because I'm I'm a hippie girl. I'm not a, a leather jacket girl. Yeah. And I'm like, Leslie, I, I think the editing in there was to make her look like a villain, and I do not feel like she's a villain. Okay. You do that. I do think, no, I don't think, I don't think she's a villain. I don't think that Leslie is a team player or a, um, I think, she, I think she's kind of a flirt. Like, did you notice Ooh. when they were doing the picture, she had her leg just in the right spot for him to rub up and Ooh. down? Like, she had I, saw yeah. I saw that. I saw that. I saw that. I think she's just enticing his sexual part. Like he, so totally. Yeah, you can right. tell he wants to do her. That's oh, about it. Like I don't I, think there's much past that. I, right. So let's fast forward over to um, over to that scene where he's sitting down with Leslie and he's talking. He's like, "How do you deal with?" men telling you that you're oh, sexy yeah. and hot or something like that. And yeah. he's like, it's an attitude, right? Something like that. And she's like, yeah, but then they started getting a little gooey and he's like, but you've got a gooey soft middle. Yeah. No. And she was like, yes. And we and she added one more thing. She was like, oh, and there's another thing. What was it at the very end? She said, and I was like, oh, she got it all in. She said, and if you want to whisper sweet nothing oh, yeah. in my ear, <laughs> she Right. And he said, and she revealed a hearing aid. And then he said, well, what if I want to say something in the other ear? And she showed him the other hearing aid. Yeah. And then which, he whispered, which he made a comment about, but I don't think he thought that was like, you can tell she's just trying to, like, it's not. Yeah. Do you think he actually said, I want to fuck you? No. In her ear. He might have said, I want to fuck you because he, I think that's all he wants to do with her, but I don't think he sees himself living forever with her because she's kind of a, she didn't have a lot besides that. Like she's not a spunky person. Right. That's what I think. You like think it's all about her a little bit. You think she's spunky or not spunky? Not spunky. Oh, I think she's, she's, a, she's a spunky person, but she, like with her life, like she does a lot of stuff and she's not going like that, but she's not like, um, a spunky, lighthearted, easy, fun person that gets along with everybody and would be fun just to do a lot of stuff with. I think, I think what you're, what I'm understanding you saying is that she's not a girl's girl. She's out for herself. Okay. Yeah. She's not a girl's girl. So if you're like thinking sorority, were you a sorority girl? No, because I wasn't a girl's girl. See, but I am a girl's girl. I am see, a girl's girl. You, I, I have you somewhere in the middle because I'm getting to know you better. So I'm realizing that um, we're probably more similar than ever. <laughs> um, but when I first met you, I was like, oh, she was like a sorority girl and she's the girl's girl. But like now as I'm getting to know the real Kim, I, I understand um, why we get along so well. But um, yeah, I think that she's out for herself, for sure. I think she's not going to be mean to anybody, but she's going to watch out for Leslie. And I can't say there's nothing wrong with that, but you, no, know, no. You, you do have to play nice. You do have to figure out how to play nice. It is a game. And what usually happens in Bachelor and Bachelorette is that somebody starts being a little bitchy or a little, you know, the guy's get get upset about something and then there's always somebody who 
is a tattletaler and goes and tells the the person, the, the bachelor or the bachelorette, and says, you know, Kim is saying a lot of shit about you, and I just want you to know that if you decide to choose her, she's probably not a good match for you. So we're, I think we're going to see that, but that's what these women should watch out for. You mean they're saying it to Gary? So, yes, we could see okay. that happening because okay. what's happened is that there's always somebody who who goes and tells the um, the main person. The I can't think of what the name of the main person is, but the the lead, the lead that somebody is saying shit about them. The lead girl. Well, like in this case, the lead is Gary. Oh, okay, 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 okay. So they're the contestants or the cast. So it's considered he's the lead; they're the cast. So um, I think. I mean, this is just a game show, really. You're right. It's a game show about love, absolutely, and that's why I'm saying that. If Leslie's listening to this, I know it's all over with, but that I hope she played nice because you can be out for yourself. Everybody wants to be wants to be the pick for Gary, but you've got to play nice. You've got to know. You've got to be smart about the way you play the game. Okay. Um, yeah, you're right. You're right. I get that. Um, and then he sits, he, you know, Kathy goes after him. Oh, I think Kathy, yeah, Kathy goes after him. She's kind of bold. Edith, she talks about she loves to cook. I think Edith and and um, Leslie were in that motorcycle rock and roll thing. They Edith looked gorgeous. I mean, she's a stunning woman. And uh, you're right, Leslie just put her leg right up there where yeah. Gary could just. I was like, "Ooh, Gary, you're yeah." Like, uh... And he kind of gave it a little rub. But Faith sort of disappeared through all this. She did because you know and what? She didn't like it, but she was also kind of nice about it, at least. She didn't seem, she just seemed sad. Yes. She did. Not like pissed off or anything. Just like I went from last week to now nothing. I know. I would be sad too. But I think it's, again, because he's like spreading it all out. Because he picked I, her again. He picked her again. He did. And I, I, I knew, I, I feel like she's going to be around for around for a long time. Um, I wrote this down again. Love, Susan. Um, I went to, now to the... Um, so they have the, the surprise birthday party for Gary, and a- April just cracks me up. She says, um, I wonder how Gary likes his wieners. Oh, yeah, yeah, yeah. <laughs> <laughs> and Kathy, she was a character doing all that. She was. She was yeah. very She was very funny. There's just something that bugs me about her. I don't know what it is. Um, there is something about just her personality, but that's... So you mentioned earlier that you do have friends that are either divorced or have lost their husbands. And Mm -hmm. um, I didn't expect there to be so many conversations about loss and the conversation. I know I just didn't expect it. I think it's really great because so many women can relate to being in their sixties and seventies and being a widow. Um, But a lot more can relate to being divorced. Yes. Yeah. So they haven't the, the ones who are divorced don't talk about being divorced. No. No. We're only hearing about the the losses right now. Yeah, and maybe that's because Gary has a loss. Like maybe if Gary's divorced, it'd be about a divorce conversation or something. Right. And you mentioned his him um on the top bunk with Joan. And that's when he was trying to get to know her. I did not she's gorgeous, but I did not see them relating at all. 
No, I didn't either. I felt like she, he, that was the one person he really didn't have. He did say something back, but he didn't have a conversation that, well, maybe we just didn't see the whole thing, but it was not a very connected conversation. I think that if they did have a really connected conversation, the cameras, it would have been edited that way, but who knows how they're editing this whole thing. I did not feel it. I did not feel the vibe between them at all. And again, it goes back to looks aren't everything. It's personality. It's what you've gone through. It's the way you're expressing yourself. It's your body language. Like there was nothing about him that wanted to lean over and just like get cozy with her. I didn't feel it. And you you mentioned you can see it in his eyes. And I agree yeah. with you on that as well. Yeah, and he kind of gets this deer in the headlights. Like he kind of goes like this, <laughs> but he's trying to say it anyway. <laughs> oh my god yes you are so right <laughs> um okay so he gives ellen oh it wasn't we're getting this wrong genie he didn't give genie the picture it was ellen he gave ellen the picture yes ellen 71 he gives her the picture of the two of them and she talks about feeling special oh yeah so we, we're <laughs> sorry we didn't get the genie thing right and they and i wanted to talk to you about that because I thought that was a very important moment in this episode. Feeling wait, 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 wait. Who did he give it to? Ellen. Not not Jeannie. No. Okay, okay, okay. Yeah, it was okay. Ellen. And um, hmm. what she said um, when they were interviewing her off to the side um, was that um, – He's making me feel special, and I haven't felt special in a very long time. That was sad. It was very sad. But I bet I, when she said that, I thought, I'm sure none of them have in a really long time. Right. I, I mean, so. I think a lot of married people probably haven't felt that way in a really long time. Yes. Yes, because, uh, Yes. I was just talking to an old friend today who um, wasn't feeling very special with her husband. And um, I'm like, you let him know that you are special. I actually said that to her and that, you know, you got to keep, you got to keep the fire going. And it's not always easy. You've been married, what, 35 years? Mm -hmm. Yeah, no, it's a lot. It's work. I mean, you kind of get ebbs and flows, but there's times where you're like, just too tired to screw with it. And then there's times you're like, yeah, I don't want to live like that. Right. Yeah. So I got to, got to keep the spark going. Plus I did, plus just the interest in life in general. Like that's a lot of work to keep every, you know, everybody on the same page and yeah, to keep motivated and going and going. Yeah. So I think so many, every single person who is watching it, male, female, any age can relate to that feeling at some point in their life of not feeling special. But the difference is for everybody who's listening the difference is as you get older, we have less time. And that's where I think it gets very emotional. We have less time to find that person who's going to make us feel special every day. Yes, but I also, and I think that's true. You're, I mean, you mean like if they're looking for someone. But well, even if 70, you're in a they're relationship. 70, they're 71 versus 31. Yeah, but even then, they it's like, I don't want to waste my time. So if you're 31 or 71, you should still be thinking, I don't want to spend life with someone who's not going to make me feel special. Right on. Because if they don't do it at 31, they are going to be doing it at 70. <laughs> you are you are so right. Yeah. You are very right. For all, so take note. 
take notes, no, young girls, <laughs> millennials, take yeah. notes, and and the guys. There's a lot of guys who yeah. the girls don't make them feel special. That's true. Yeah, that's that's a very very good. Point. My dad used to always say, I don't know why he would say, just always to let your husband know how much you appreciate everything they do because they just feel like it's just like their job. They have to do it. My mom used to tell me that. I'll tell you a funny story. So, um, my ex-husband, you know, we're in our thirties. He's, he's a CPA. He's going to law school part-time. You know, we have little kids and they're really little. It's, it was stressful. It was very, very stressful. And I was the stay-at-home mom and, you know, he wouldn't come home every single day in a great mood. He would be tired and, you know, studying and working 70, 80 hours a week. And my mom said to me, Jody, you know, it would be nice if when he came home that you put some lipstick on and maybe changed out of your workout clothes and just, you know, brushed your hair. And I was like, oh, okay. You know, it just, I remember going, I'm not doing that. That's ridiculous. That's not who I am. But her point was, you know, let him know that you want to look attractive for when he comes home because you want to keep the fire going. And and that you you appreciate him enough to like take the time to care. Correct. Yeah. Right. I think that is very, very important. I do see that in couples our age where they've just let themselves go. Yeah. I don't get it. I look at the couples and I don't understand it. And this is just not outwardly, but like also you you said, like keeping everything going in your mind and your body. And that's what we're seeing with Gary also is not only is his mind um, spry and young and it goes with the inside goes with the outside. Yeah. And he could have easily just because he's all alone at his age. Right. Right. Yeah. Um, All right. So now we are getting to, um, I wanted to mention that I do like the way he dresses. So I don't know if he has a stylist, but I do like the way he dresses on the show. I thought his suit for the rose ceremony was too big on him though. Oh, I didn't notice that. You mean like it was too big, too big, or do you think it was a little more oversized? I it was like, a little too big. Um, oh, I just noticed that. I loved the. I thought he dressed. I really thought he dressed very nicely. I know that sounds so corny, but I did. I, I liked the way he put himself together, and you know his whole style and everything. Oh, no, I like his style. I don't think. It, I mean, I hadn't really thought about it too much because it doesn't. He doesn't dress old, and he doesn't dress young. He's just sort of. He dresses appropriately for his body type and right. and his age. Like he doesn't look too frumpy. He, I mean, he obviously takes the time because it's very easy at that age to go. I'm gonna wear these what the hell are those shorts, cargo shorts and stuff all the time or whatever. But he he did look nice. I no, do I wonder if he has a stylist. It didn't say anything about the men's outfits, did mm-hmm. it? No, we'll have to no. find out. Yeah. All right. So if so, it's Bachelor or the Bachelorette, whoever the main guy person is, the lead, then surely they have some help. I think so, but I wonder. They had to give a guy of seventy-one or two or whatever help. I think so, but I don't know. Well, let's we'll do some digging for next week and let our listeners know. Yeah. All right. So now we're going to the rose ceremony, and we've got. Okay. The the first thing about the rose ceremony yeah, is I think it. his thing is. When you watch him one-on-one, he's good. But when he does, when he addresses all the women at once, again, he did this last time too. He thrives in that moment. He loves it. It's like the party plants or 
he's like the guy who he just wants to talk to everybody all at once and say, after all that we've been through, we're all friends. Yes. And then he said, I know this process is working. Yes. Yeah. I, I know. So, I was like, I, so he's, he has faith that the process is working, that he's going to find the right person. So he's enjoying the process. Like he's right. all in. He's, <laughs> it doesn't matter what they're doing behind the scenes or whatever. He's all in thinking this is all working, which yes. is a typical man. Cause he's a little gullible like that, I guess. Yes. Yeah. Yes. yes, he is very gullible. I yeah. agree with you on that one. I do see him like that, a typical man. He's not, yeah. Yeah, he he's thinks this is all about him really finding. Right, and he's taking everything at face value yes. right now. Yeah, and and probably when he finds the right person, she'll, uh, the right, whoever he picks at the end is going to tell him that this is how it went down, and he'll be like, okay, this is how it went down. Right, right. But he, but there's something about the way he just enjoys talking to all of them at once. Yeah, I think it's beautiful. Yeah. I, I think it's really, really nice. You can tell that he's got a good heart and that mm-hmm. he does. He, because he, does he cried heart. again. I know, I know. So but we the have... girls didn't, I'm going to say the girls didn't seem as sad this time. The ones that didn't get it didn't seem as sad. Right. So the girls that who were eliminated was Peggy from Connecticut. So... We'll have to have her on the show. Um, Natasha, who we got to, you didn't see anything from Peggy in this. Like she wasn't, so you know why? Because she wasn't picked with the 12 women. So there was just the one-on-one date with Teresa. And then there were 12 women picked for that group date. So the other um, three women, right? Because there are 15 women left. So then Peggy wasn't, chosen to be on a group date i don't think she was in there or am i wrong i don't remember they all had to be in there maybe not i don't know but peggy was eliminated i did not see her at all through the entire episode not once not yeah. once um, i didn't either except well, just at the end right <laughs> yeah Right. And then Natasha, unfortunately, was eliminated. We loved Natasha. I thought she brought great energy, but I knew that there was no, there was no love connection there, I think. And she even, he, I think he said to her, I love you at the end. He did, yeah. Which was so, I mean, you could tell there was a lovely friendship there, mm-hmm. but not He's a love connection. connected with all of them. <laughs> right, right. And then Jeannie, and I, I didn't see a love connection there either, but she was the one who said to him at the end, you've got a great group of women here. Yeah, 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 that was nice. And she's also the one who said, my mom found love at 70, so I guess I can too. Yeah. All these women have great attitudes. They, they Which is really probably do. why they're on here, because if you had, mm-hmm. you were just an old, you know, person who'd kind of given up, you wouldn't even have applied for this. They do a psych test, you know. Oh, you, t- you said that. Yeah, that was in some of the information that we didn't yeah. read, but yeah, they do a psych test. And that makes sense. What, what do you think the psych test is about? To see if they're crazy or to see what their personalities are? I think it's to see their personality and to see if how they deal with stress. And, like, and how they handle if they're rejected, like they're not going to be yeah. a serial killer. Right, <laughs> right. Like to make sure that they're mentally balanced to be yeah. on a show like this because there is a lot of rejection. There, There's going to be a lot of rejection. Yeah. What if 20, one of these 21 women wonder, rejected. I wonder if any of these young girls have really just gone off on each other and just like made each other's lives miserable after the show. You know what you, Oh, I don't know, but you should, I, I bet, I bet they do. You yeah. can watch some of the older ones of the younger girls. You'd be blown away. 
Well, I watched it when it very first started with Alex. Like when Alex was younger, I watched it a few seasons, but I just couldn't keep watching it. Yeah, no, it's a lot. It's I've gone yeah. in my it, it has ebbed and flowed. So he kept on Ellen. Uh-huh. He kept Ellen seventy one, the one he did give the picture to. Joan, who looks great, she's the one who is sixty, I believe. Mm-hmm. Yeah. Who lost her husband. He talked to her on the bed. Edith with the gray hair, gorgeous. Leslie, we've talked about her. Two hearing aids. Sandra, 75, and where she has glasses. Susan, we love the Chris Kardashian lookalike. Christina, I don't remember what she looks like. I think she's a blonde. Christina? Yeah, yeah, yeah. She's the 73 one that went to the Beatles. Oh, yes, yes. Yeah. Okay, I do remember her. Faith. April, the spunky chicken girl, mm-hmm. and last <laughs> but not least, Kathy. Oh, Kathy. Kathy. And Ther- did you say Teresa? Well, Teresa was given the rose. You asked oh, okay, me okay, while okay. we were watching the show. You're like, why did he give her a rose? Yeah. Okay. So you get a rose if you have a successful date. Oh, uh, yeah, Kathy. <laughs> yeah. And last but not least, it was Kathy. And I'm like, yeah. oh. <laughs> All right, so now we're going to give out our awards. Okay. So our first award on We're Golden is who gets the Squirm Worthy Award. I just think it was the flash dance. (laughs) That's the scene that gets it for me. If I have to give it to a girl. Nope, nope, you can can say that. Okay, that's what I think. Okay. I didn't really find too many things squirmy in this episode but if <laughs> I were to give anybody the squirm worthy award I didn't really love the scene between Ellen receiving that picture yeah it just it, it was like oh I my. didn't understand why he gave her that picture like yeah why did he like, give her that picture of him I don't the two well it was the two of them yeah but still like why I, I don't know. Like the, that's kind of a lead on. Yeah, I. Yeah, I do not know. Um, We're so, gonna kick out that later. <laughs> it's yeah. It was right. So that's the whole thing. Is he leading her on? Well, he kept her on. So mm-hmm. I guess you know he wasn't leading her on, and then and then dumped her that dumped that her, show. didn't eliminate her. Right. Yeah. Um, and then the friend worthy award. So who is the woman? we would most likely to be friends with based on this episode? There were a lot. There's a lot of them for me. Well, I think April's pretty cute, but I don't think I can hang out with her all the time. But I think she's pretty sweet. And I, for some reason, I feel like Nancy would be really easy to hang out with because I think she's pretty nice. I think Susan would be fun to hang out with. <laughs> yeah, yeah. I, yeah. I think there are a lot of ladies on there that mm-hmm. I would be friend with. If I could pick one just off of this episode overall, I would pick Susan. You would pick Susan. Mm-hmm. Yeah. She just really, I don't know. There was something about her. I just really loved. I mean, I think she's a great person, but I really felt like we got to know her. I really liked her. Yeah. And I, I liked, that was a hard one that you'd want to hang out with all the time. It wouldn't get on your nerves for anything. Yeah, it could be Nancy. She, I mean, maybe for me, maybe it would have been Nancy. Nancy, the. the and actually, Teresa now. And then Teresa mm. was my pick for the. Pick one, Kim. Pick one. I don't want to hurt anyone's feelings. Oh, please. No. Oh, please. Come I on, think, Kim. I think Nancy. Maybe Nancy. All right. Nancy, the one who cried in the wedding dress. Yeah. Even okay. though that kind of bothered me a little bit, but yeah. Did that make you squirm? No, not like the dance. 
Okay. Okay. So, and then our pick, if we had a pick. Wait, we're next, making a pick who is who we think is best in bed. We can do that right now. Oh. Go ahead. You go ahead. I have to fix something. Go ahead. You have to fix something? No, okay. I don't, my computer. No, no. It's just I'm not fixing something. But Well, it's going to be someone that you don't expect. So you would probably think that it'd be like Leslie or 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 Faith. It's probably like Kathy, but right. So who would be who would but I'm be? Gonna say, I'm going to go with like, and you'd think it'd be Joan because just like looking at her picture and thinking about her and stuff. It's probably Nancy. It's probably my good friend Nancy. <laughs> She grosses me out. I don't know. I don't know. I know. She just does nothing for me. I can't. I mean, I don't know. She just, there's something about her. I, okay. Best of, wait, wait. So best in bed. It's probably Susan. It's probably Susan. Pick one, Kim. <laughs> it's they got to have a lot of energy. I think you, you need to pick one. Okay. Okay. I'm going to go with Faith. No, I, I really think it's Edith. It's Edith. Oh, wow. I'm going with Edith, but I'm sticking to it. Okay, Edith. Um, <laughs> Edith with the gray hair, the beautiful gray hair. Oh, well. Did you know that that's Edith? I didn't know that was gray hair. Well, Are you sure that's not blonde? It's that gray blonde that's really pretty. Yeah. I call it gray. Okay, so I, I did the dance. Okay. What was your squirm wait, wait, photo? wait a minute. Wait. So I've got to have one. If you have um, best in bed, right? So we're going to add this to our superlative. Best in bed. I would have to say right now, Teresa. Okay. I'm going to say Teresa. Uh, best outfit. Who was your best friend worthy? Oh, Susan? I had Susan as my friend. I had squirm worthy was him giving Ellen the picture and best in bed to Teresa. Okay. I had Edith best in bed. Uh, the dance was my most squirm worthy. And I have Kim as, I mean, Nancy is friend worthy. Okay. And then who do you think had the best style going on? Best style. I think Susan. You She's do? Pick. Mm-hmm. I liked her style. I, I don't think I noticed a lot of style. Like I didn't notice like, you mean like hair, clothes and everything? Like more about, more about the attitude and the way they looked, but we can base it on the rose ceremony style like that, because there wasn't a lot of, you know, the show was only an hour. So there wasn't a lot of opportunities to see different styles. And because they had to dress up in those costumes, Mm -hmm. you didn't really get to see personal style per se. April always is, April's always to a T exactly the same. Yeah, I mean, she's got her style down, so I'm going to give that to April this time. What did he give the first? I thought that there was somebody wearing a white dress. It might have been Leslie who was wearing the white dress. I think that was the first person. I, there was somebody wearing a white dress in the rose ceremony. I think it was Leslie, and I thought it was beautiful. Um, all right, who's your pot stirring gal? Do you think we had one this this episode? I, I do think it is Leslie. And for all you youngins listening out there, pot stirring. Is the, girl, the, the troublemaker and who the was group. your who was your style picker? I picked Susan. Susan, oh yeah. And my pot stirring gal is Kathy. Okay. Uh, I can't really say. So we kind of talked about their style: best outfit, worst outfit. We really didn't get to see them in a best or worst. I, I'd say I'd pass on that. I did think that Teresa's outfit was cute that she wore on her date with Gary. 
Yeah, I did think that was cute. That was a very appropriate cue. It wasn't like overly sexy, but she was, it was sexy, but it wasn't like, it's not like her boobs were falling out of the dress and the dress, you know what I mean? She's got a cute figure. No, but it looked good and her arms looked good in it. It did. It looked really, really good. Best flirt. Uh, that goes to um, Leslie. Oh, I think that she, yep. I think that. Catherine Leslie also, or Teresa. It could be Teresa, but I kind of think it was Leslie. With her leg and all. It, it was Leslie this week. Yeah. It was definitely Leslie. So we went through all of these. Is there anything else you want to add that you noticed? That oh, no. No, but I did think about this. I did think of different names for golden years since that bothers me so much. I think it should be either called your twilight years because doesn't it feel like you're living in the twilight because you go, I don't feel like I'm this age. I still feel like in my head when I'm, I'm like, you know, 30. Okay. Or it could be your sunset years, like you're going out to the, like you enjoy going out to the sunset. That's a lot more positive than your golden years. I do like sunset years. Something to throw out there. Because you feel, <laughs> and I think they used golden years because most people think that that's when you get really old. And I think they're going to prove to them that, you know, when we think of golden years, we think of our, our parents. I mean, you still have your parents. I don't have mine anymore. But yeah, you think of that. Like once they hit that 50th year together or what would have been 50 years together, if they're in their 80s, their 80s, that's your golden years, 80s. I forget. And I'm pretty sure my, so my parents are past the golden years. I'm, they, they may be in the twilight years. Wait, they're in their 90s, right? Yeah. When you get to okay. your late 80s and 90s, you are in the twilight years. So, so we're <laughs> not in the twilight years. We're just in the sunset years. I like sunset, sunset because you know what? Let's say it goes Sunset years first, then your golden years, and then your twilight years. All right. Kim Kim Hodges, you heard it here. Content Kim. She is rebranding what the golden years are. Yeah, that's right. So, There's three um, phases. You're not done yet. Yes, yes. And I think that's what everybody's going to see is that you're just not done yet. And I think he's doing a great job of showing that to anybody. Any, um, any other ideas? Any other Closing remarks as we finish our wonderful recap. No, I think it's just going to be hard to find out like who's the kind of there. I mean, like it's not it's not a typical bachelor bachelorette show. Like it's like real to me, more real than than the others. Don't you think? Yes. Yes. So it's it's refreshing to see that because all their it's just really sweet to see everyone's lives and their attitudes. It really is. Yeah. One of the things that I forgot to bring up too as a last thing is that. What you see with the Golden Bachelor is that the women and Gary are more um, at ease at sharing their feelings earlier. So you don't see the same game playing that you would see with the Bachelor and the Bachelorette are at a point in their life where they want to find love. Because in the other ones, do they? it seems like they're really vying just to get attention and to be seen in the beginning and here they're not really even doing that like there's been a couple that have talked about it but the rest are sort of like i'm going to get out there but they're saying it to each other they're not like mm-hmm. manipulating anything no no but i like how openly and honestly it seems at this point right because we're still it's still early as it seems that they're I liked how Teresa shared her feelings and I liked how he shared his feelings. So it was easier to see that with the one-on-one that, you know, she was like, I didn't, what did she say? I didn't expect to like you this much. And I really like you. Yeah. You're like, you're a good guy. And I thought that's what younger people need to learn to do better is to communicate more honestly than, and not wait until they're 
in their 60s and 70s to start communicating better about their feelings. There's too many games being played. I mean, at all ages, but I think what they're what they're showing everybody is that it's that it's best to communicate honestly and let your feelings, you know, you're letting yourself be really vulnerable. And by doing that, it it sets you up to have better experiences in life. That's a great point. Yeah. That's that's a really good thanks, Mama Kim. <laughs> all right. Well, we are all done with recapping episode number two of The Golden Bachelor. Thank you so much for turning into We're Golden. If you enjoyed this episode, please be sure to subscribe, follow, so you don't miss future episodes. If you found fun or value in our content, please rate and review us on your favorite podcast platform. Right now, we are on Spotify and YouTube. You can find us at We're Golden on both of those, and you can follow Kim at Content Kim, me at Jody Harrison Bauer. Then we would love to hear what you think of the recap, and you know, we'll we're gonna start sharing what you guys think also. And thank you so much for listening to us today on this recap and stay golden until we see you next week. Bye-bye, everyone.